Septic shock. Sepsis syndrome span a clinical continuum with variable prognoses. Septic shock, the most severe complication of sepsis, carries high mortality. In response to an inciting agent, pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory arms of the immune system are activated in concert with the activation of monocytes, macrophages, and neutrophils that interact with the endothelium through pathogen recognition receptors to elaborate cytokines, protein, kinines, reactive oxygen species, and nitric oxide. As the primary site of this response, the endothelium not only suffers microvascular injury, but also ac activates the coagulation and complement cascades, which further exacerbate vascular injury. This cascade of events is responsible for the clinical signs and symptoms of sepsis and, and progression from sepsis to septic shock. The ability to balance pro-inflammatory responses to eradicate the invading microorganism with anti-inflammatory signals set to control the overall inflammatory cascade ultimately determines this, the degree of morbidity and mortality suffered by the patient. Judicious and early antimicrobial administration, sepsis care bundle use, and early goal-directed therapies have significantly and positively impacted sepsis-related mortality. However, Early identification remains the, remains the best therapeutic tool for sepsis treatment and management. Etiology. Risk factors that predispose to sepsis include diabetes, malignancy, chronic kidney and liver disease, use of corticosteroids, immunosuppressed state, burns, major surgery, trauma, presence of indwelling catheters, prolonged hospitalization, hemodialysis, extremes of age. Epidemiology. Annual, the rate of this debilitating condition is rising by almost 9%. The incidence of sepsis and severe sepsis have risen over the past decade from approximately 600,000 to over a million hospitalizations per year from 2000 through 2008. Accompanying this trend is a rise in healthcare expenditure, making sepsis the most expensive healthcare condition in 2009, accounting for 5% of the United States hospital costs. The case fatality for patients with sepsis has been declining due to advances in sepsis administration or management provided by the surviving sepsis campaign. Pathophysiology. Sepsis in a clinical state that falls along the continuum of, of pathophysiologic states started with a systemic inflammatory response syndrome and ending with in multi-organ dysfunction syndrome before death. The earliest signs of inflammation are heralded by the following. Fever tachycardia, tachypnea. The presence of two of these four clinical signs is necessary for the diagnosis of systemic inflammatory response syndrome. After that, systemic inflammatory response syndrome with an infectious source suffices the clinical definition of sepsis. With the development of hypotension, tissue demands are not adequately met by tissue oxygenation, and the patient is now defined to be in severe sepsis. The decline in peripheral vascular perfusion and oxygenation leads to cellular and metabolic derangements, most notably a shift from aerobic metabolism or aerobic respiration to anaerobic respiration with ensuing lactic acidosis. Tissue hypoperfusion may also be manifested by signs of end organ damage, such as pre-renal azotemia to, or transomitis. The difference in oxygen supply and demand can be monitored during resuscitation by trending the mixed venous oxygen saturation from a, a central line in the superior vena cava when available. When sepsis-induced hypotension remains refractory to initial management with fluid resuscitation, septic shock ensues. Septic shock is distinguished from the other shock states as distributive types of shock. 
The action of a combination of inflammatory mediators, histamine, serotonin, super radicals, lysosomal enzymes elaborated in response to bacterial endotoxins lead to a marked increase in capillary permeability and concomitant, concomitant reduction in peripheral vascular resistance. This translates not only into a reduction in afterload, but also in preload from a decline in venous return from third spacing. The resulting reduction in stroke volume is accommodated initially by an elevation in heart rate, i.e. compensated septic shock. As a result, the patient is in a hyperdynamic state that is characteristic of septic shock. Clinically, patients have a dynamic precordium with tachycardia and bounding peripheral pulses. They are warm to the touch and have reduction in capillary refill. This is described as warm shock. As shock progresses, elevated catecholamine production leads to an increase in peripheral vascular resistance as the body attempts to shunt blood away from non-vital organs, gastrointestinal tract, kidneys, muscle, and skin, to the vital tissues, brain, and heart. This is described as cold shock. Understanding the physiology and continu continuum of septic shock is imperative in initiating appropriate treatment measures. Functionally, septic shock is defined by persistent hypotension to fight, despite adequate fluid resuscitation from 60 milliliters per kilogram to 80 milliliters per kilogram of either crystalloid or colloid fluid. At this point, the initiation of appropriate vasoactive medications such as beta-adrenergic or alpha-adrenergic drugs is of utmost importance. The progression of organ dysfunction despite high-dose vasoactive administration defines the state of multi-organ dysfunction, which carries a, a mortality as high as 75%. While the exact circumstances predicting poor prognosis and death have been difficult to determine, immunologic dissonance, exaggerated pro-inflammatory responses versus immunologic paralysis, exaggerated anti-inflammatory responses have been purported to play a role. History and physical, early signs and symptoms. Sepsis is defined as a systemic inflammatory response syndrome plus an infectious source. Therefore, earlier on in the presentation of sepsis, patients present with the following vital sign changes. Fever, temperature as high as 38 degrees Celsius or hypothermia, temperature lower than 36 degrees Celsius. Tachycardia with a heart rate greater than 90 beats per minute in adult patients or less than two standard deviations for age in pediatric patients. Tachycardia with respiratory rate greater than 20 breaths per minute in adult patients or more than two standard deviations for age in pediatric patients. Signs and symptoms of severe sepsis. Severe sepsis is defined as sepsis and in-organ dysfunction. At this stage, signs and symptoms may include altered mental status, oliguria or anuria, hypo hypoxia, cyanosis, ileus. The patient, patients progressing to septic shock will experience signs and symptoms of severe sepsis with hypotension. Of note, in an early compensated stage of shock, blood pressure may be maintained and other signs of distributive shock may be present. For example, warm extremities, flash, capillary refill less than one second, and bounding pulses, also known as warm shock. This stage of shock, if managed aggressively with fluid resuscitation and vasoactive support, can be reversed. With the progression of septic shock into to an uncompensated stage, hypotension ensues and patients may present with cool extremities, delayed capillary refill, more than three seconds, and thready pulse, known as cold shock. After that, the continued tissue hypoperfusion shock may be irreversible. Progressive, progressive rapidly into multi organ dysfunction syndrome and death. Prognosis. Septic shock is a serious illness and despite advances in medicine, it still carries a high mortality which can exceed 40%. 
Mortality does depend on many factors, including the type of organism, antibiotic sensitivity, number of organs affected, and patient age. The more factors that match this condition, the, the higher the mortality. Data suggests that tachypnea and altered mental status are excellent predictors of poor outcomes. Finally, prolonged use of inotopes to maintain blood pressure is also associated with adverse outcomes. Even those who survive are left with significant functional and cognitive deficits. Complications. Acute respiratory distress syndrome. Acute chronic renal injury. Disseminated intravascular coagulopathy. Mesenteric ischemia. Acute liver failure. Myocardial dysfunction. Multiple organ failure.